Monday motivation for October 2nd, 2023, without borders. Thanks for joining me for Monday Motivation. I hope you're encouraged to be a doer of God's Word this week. For all our talk about equality, there can still be tension when members of different social groups interact. Whether those groups are racial, ethnic, cultural, or socioeconomic, there can be apprehension and anxiety about how to relate to one another. As followers of Jesus, the New Testament makes it clear that those old designations are no longer important. The only delimiter that matters is belief or unbelief in Jesus Christ as the Messiah. The offer of salvation is for everyone, so we shouldn't allow any of these differences to get in the way of our ministry. They certainly didn't get in Jesus' way. We see two examples of this in the seventh chapter of Mark's Gospel. Beginning in verse 24, we see Jesus enter Gentile territory, first in an area outside the city of Tyre, a prosperous port city on the Mediterranean. Here, Jesus is approached by a Syrophoenician woman whose daughter is possessed. After a brief conversation in which the woman displays her faith, Jesus instructs her to return home because her daughter has been freed. The acceptable social norm would have been for Jesus to dismiss this woman, probably roughly, and not concern himself with her plight. Upstanding Jewish teachers did not associate with Gentiles of any sort, even less so unaccompanied females. Jesus steps beyond this and engages her as she makes her request. Initially, he tests her faith, but her response demonstrates the faith she has placed in him to rescue her daughter. Jesus chooses to act in her life in spite of the mocking and abuse he will endure if other Jews hear of this. When Jesus leaves this area, he travels back to the east to an area known as the Decapolis. As the name suggests, there were ten cities in this area that were all Greek, that is, Gentile, in their culture, a man who had become deaf and also developed a speech issue is brought to him because they believed if Jesus just touched the man, he would be restored. We don't know his ethnicity, but it's safe to assume he would have been non-Jewish. The presence of any disability was often viewed as an indication of wickedness or judgment for prior offense. Were this man Jewish, he would have been considered a sinner and probably rejected socially. Jesus again takes pity on the man and uses his power to open his ears and loosen his tongue. He attempts to keep this act quiet, but the man or those with him distribute the news far and wide. The news may have been more compelling because in Mark chapter 5, Jesus frees a demon-possessed man in the area of the Gerasenes, which was probably just to the north of the Decapolis. Jesus was most likely in these Gentile areas to get away from the crowds following him or to avoid the religious and governmental surveillance his ministry had attracted. Despite this, Jesus was ready to respond to hurting people who had placed their faith in him, no matter who they were. As we go out this week, may we be as ready to shine our light into the lives of those we meet. Thanks for listening, and I pray God's best for you this week.